Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach, Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for tuning in again today for the uh, Money BS podcast. Mm-hmm. We are here. I believe this is episode 41. Huh. Yeah, I guess it is. Yay team. Yay us. We're like rolling in. I probably should have turned that off. But the truth is, I don't know how to turn off those stupid email dings. So if any of y'all do, feel free to, to DM me because it drives me crazy. And I feel like I've tried everything I can think of. Okay, thank you for the, the the therapy there. I am not going to keep you long today. This has been a topic that's been coming up so much with my clients. And what is interesting, and I think I've mentioned this before, is that when one topic comes up with one client, I can usually tell that that's going to come up for everybody. It is so fascinating. And it, and of course, I can't tell the other clients what's happening because I have to I protect everyone's privacy. So I'm like, unless they give me permission. And so then I'm like, oh my gosh, we're in the middle of another tidal wave. And I want to tell you about it in case you are there uh, swimming along thinking that you are by yourself. Okay. <sighs> Six words. Are you ready? It's okay to change your mind. <gasps> I know. I know. Can, can you even believe it? It's okay to change your mind. Look, when I was little, I was determined to be an architect. What are you going to be when you grow up? Well, it was two things. I was going to be Olivia Newton-John and an architect. So obviously the Olivia Newton-John thing did not work out. And when I realized that architectural work would require geometry and uh, measuring, I knew that that actually wasn't going to be my ministry either. No. Then I decided that I wanted to be a public relations executive. Notice I was not going to work at a public relations firm. I was just going to go ahead and be the executive. And I wanted to have an assistant. And I wanted to wear suits to work every day. That was like one of the things. What do you want to be now? I want to be a public relations executive. I want to wear suits to work every day. And I want to have an assistant. Oh, my gosh. Was like I obviously was on crack when I was little. Like There's no way. I can't even fathom wearing a suit to work every day. Even when like I had my job and I started, I had the the long-term job where I wasn't self-employed, you know, I could have worn a suit every day. But when I realized that nobody else did and I was the one in the suit, I was so delighted. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. Yay. Um, excuse me, may I never go back? <laughs> may we never go back to that um <laughs> that awkward thinking. But if you like to wear a suit, have at it. I think they make everyone look really great unless they're too small and then you're just, you just look uncomfortable. But if you like it, rock on. Just for me, not my thing. So I have had several clients lately who have been interested in changing their mind. How do I know that they're ready to change their mind? Two things. Number one, Things start to get really wonky with their work, with their their energy about their work. It starts to like really slow down to really feel kind of mired in the mud. So number one, I can tell. Like it's like when I have to sort of like pull somebody along. 
uh, when normally I'm just like the overseer of structure and I'm reflecting their ideas back to them so that they can choose the ideas that they like. So they are just, oh, it's in the mud. And so I'm like, here we go. Something's about to happen. And we may go on like this for two or three months or, you know, hopefully not longer because it's, and we're making an investment. But I, again, I can't choose for people. But then finally, I will ask every question possible so that I can see if I can get them to see what I'm noticing. Does that make sense? I want to ask questions so that they come to their own conclusion. And also I'm not omnipotent. I don't know everything. (laughs) I know you're shocked, right? (laughs) Uh, But I want them to have that. I want them to be able to to question and for them to come to their uh, realizations. And so lately I've had some clients who have been working in one particular uh, venue, one particular thing. Each of them has different um, professions. I don't want to talk too much about it because I, I do preserve and respect their privacy. All three of them are working with the different types of um, things. It's not things. That's not the right word, but just enter the word that, that in different fields, that feels better. Okay. Every single one of them have been, you know, just wonky. I think that's just the word. It's been wonky. And all in the last two weeks, they have each came to me in our call and been like, Belinda, I don't want to do this. Like I've worked so hard for this particular thing, be it a promotion, be it a, you know, uh, one was a 10K month, one was a huge raise. And it wasn't that they didn't feel worthy of what it was. Okay. It, It wasn't something like that. It was more that... It was life coming back to them and them looking ahead and saying, is this really the mile marker that I need to cross in order to be the person that I want to be? That's a different question. So is this really it? The question is not about, am I quitting? It's not like I'm quitting. It's hold on. When we we question everything, because you know me, question everything as I do it to myself. But as we have gone through these conversations and the conversations, and then they take it, they take the conversations back, they take their coaching and their assignments and things back. And they're like, huh, this just isn't feeling, this isn't feeling right. And so what they each have come to me and really come to, uh, to be honest with themselves. And then, then they're able to be honest in, in their work and in their uh, relationships with their family and me, Belinda, I, I just don't want to do this. This just isn't it. I'm capable of more. What does that mean when they ask me about it? Think about it. They're asking me for permission. It's essentially what we're doing. We're asking for permission to change our mind. Guess what? I know, right? You already know it. You can change your mind. It is okay to change your mind. If I had a dollar for every friend and acquaintance I know who were groomed their whole life life, and then went to uh, grad school, majored in the right thing, and then they went to law school, went to law school, got passed the bar exam, all these people wanted to be lawyers, all these people saying, Belinda, I do not want to be a lawyer. I hate this. I hate it so much. I don't like it. There's nothing about this, but how am I supposed to tell my family after all of this and all the investment and of of money and time that I don't want to be a lawyer? What am I supposed to say to these people? Well, honestly, you don't have to say anything other. It's okay to change your mind. 
what you basically can say, what they basically said is, I don't want to be a lawyer. So I'm not. Isn't that fascinating? You spend your entire life thinking you're going to be one thing and then you get to it. And you're like, whoops, that wasn't it. Here's the great news is that's totally okay. There is nothing, no, no experience. There's no, nothing that you have been through at this point, which is not preparing you for your next step. I'm completely um, persuaded that every single experience that we have plays into and educates us for our next step our next decision, our next spark, everything we have leads to the next thing. So if you are going through something where you're feeling like, hey, this isn't really feeling awesome anymore, then, and maybe you're looking for permission. Maybe you're thinking, I can't tell my family. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. You know, how do I do it? Let me say again, how many times can I say it? It's okay to change your mind. One of my favorite examples right now um, in case I haven't mentioned it, which I think I've mentioned it like every single podcast for maybe four or five weeks, bear with me. Uh, I tore my ACL. So I had to have surgery. Like, I think it's like two and a half weeks ago, something like that. And when I did it, I literally just Googled, I just started Googling orthopedic surgeons in my area here in Nashville. And there was one you know, just who can get me in the fastest. I'm not going to go to the emergency room. I don't need that. I just need to see an orthopedic surgeon right now. I called one place, the the one place I called, they were able to get me in that afternoon. And I'm not kidding. I wept. I mean, I cried on the phone with that woman when she's like, Oh yeah, we can get you in today. I was like, it was just so emotional. Yeah. It was so emotional. So now I have a doctor who's actually, um, you know, made slits in my knee and has repaired or reconstructed the ACL. And when I was looking him up, because you know, you got to do research. If someone's going to do surgery on you, you better know about them. He used to work on jet engines. That was his thing. He worked on jet engines. And now he's an orthopedic surgeon. Okay, listen, my knee is not a jet engine. Like, I have no idea what happened. And I I don't know him well enough yet. Probably will. Y'all know I'll just ask the same question to be like, so let's talk about this transition. Like, jet engines, my knee. So crazy. So can you imagine, though, like, he's got this amazing job where he is, um, you know, in the forefront of, of technology, doing research, and he's working on jet engines. And there's this whole, this whole thing behind that is the engineer in him. And then all of a sudden one day he's like, ah, I think I'm just gonna let this go. I'm probably gonna go to, gonna go to medical, medical school. That'll work. And then he graduated at the top of his class at all these places. So obviously he's a complete weirdo. Uh, <laughs> I would tell him that. So that is a great example to me of doing something letting it run its course, and then making a drastic adjustment. I want to give you that example and also give you your full permission. If you need to get out of what you're doing because it's not lighting you up, or if you just feel like you are finished, you don't have to like all of a sudden have this abrupt stop and be like, oh, I used to do that. I used to do it. It can just be, yeah, I got everything I can out of that particular experience. And now I'm going to do this. That's all it has to be. It's not about quitting. It's not about giving up. It's about fulfilling whatever that experience was supposed to be for you and then choosing your next one. Okay. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. We're clocking in at what, around 12 minutes? Come on, that isn't bad. (laughs) I'm excited to talk to you next week. Obviously, I'm open for conversation. Feel free to send me a message. And if you have any questions or comments, I'm always available to hear and read and consider. 
cool? All right, beautifuls, I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.